you know what? I know CeraVe is being touted as a really good skincare product. I'm just bored by it. I agree. It I was just going to say, me. so boring. Ooh. And thank you for coming back to Put the Lotion in the Basket. I am, of course, Patrick. And I am, of course, Anna. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Anna. Now, we're in the kitchen where we do our best work and have our best conversations about skincare. It's quite early in the morning. It's Mm 8.39am. So let's see what early morning podcast energy brings to us. Yeah, let's see. Are we going to be sharp and like extra on it? Or are we just going to be kind (laughs) of... Out of it and uh, not fully with it yet. Yeah, which could be any time of the day for me. But yeah, me too. Yeah, no, I'm confident. I'm no, I do some of my best work in the morning, so no pressure to me. But um, but yeah, let's get let's get cracking. So now I opened the door to you this morning and you made a face. Um, <laughs> I think I smiled. Um, yes. yes, I think I smiled. It was an affectionate face. Oh yes, yes, um, totally. But yes, you you open the door and you have some eye patches underneath your eyes so I think we should start there let's start there yes so I am currently wearing Peter Thomas Roth Hyaluronic Cloud Hydrogel eye patches now you may have seen these if you're if you're a fan of the Real Housewives franchise I'm a fan of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and a lot of the ladies on that show will typically have these eye patches on and they're infused with all kinds of stuff this was given to me as a birthday gift yesterday from my very good friend Anna David who was a previous guest on this podcast she knows the way to my heart it's either luxury skincare or luxury candles I've used them before Peter Thomas Roth does several types he does like a 24 karat gold Hmm. eye patch as well which I've used Hmm. Um, and yeah, like, I don't, have you ever used them? No. Can I see yeah, the, please, have a the look. container? I'm looking at the uh, container here. Water drench hyaluronic cloud hydrogel eye patches. So you just stick them to underneath your eyes. Yeah, you do. So, mm-hmm. and, like and how the- long do you leave them on? It says here they, they help hydrate, moisturize, and instantly improve the look of fine lines, crow's feet, and under eye darkness. Yeah. Anything for the eyes, I'm like, give it to me because my eyes are, I I would say, a bit of a problem area on my face. Now, the thing is with these hyaluronic kind of eye patches, they plump fine lines. But my worry is, and I guess I'll find out later when I take them off, you know, the under eye area absorbs moisture. So it's like, am I just adding to the problem by slapping a load of moisture on my eyes mm. this morning. I don't know. You know? We'll I'd... find out. How long do you leave them on? It doesn't say. Oh, shit. It does say. <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes. Oh. Well, well, I'm sure there's no harm in leaving them on longer. I'm just keeping them on. The thing is, if I keep them on always, then you just, I'll never see the bags. So maybe <laughs> that's the answer. Go. You'll just have two pieces of plastic yeah, or it, whatever that is. It's quite a look. Um, it is, but it, it is quite a look. 
almost a bit of a status symbol. Like when I see, especially the, like the gold ones as well, because they are gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do look nuts, but you do look kind of nuts with money. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Totally. That's fine with yeah. me. Rich and nuts. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? So yeah, I'm going to keep them on. And then when they dry off, I'm going to see if there's any kind of difference. I don't think it can, it can do too much harm. No, I don't think it can do any harm. We are both skeptical of eye products. Yeah. As we've discussed, my issue is just, especially when I don't get enough sleep, I get dark circles and kind yeah. of like hollows under my eyes. But I don't think there's any product that can fix it. I would need like under eye filler or something. I want to believe in eye care products. I do. And like I've said before, I've spent quite a lot of money on eye cream. It just did nothing. Yeah. It was fun to apply it. I've still got the little silver applicator thing that I use to rub cheaper products into my face. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, the eye bags are still there. So, um, Well, let's see. I mean, you should take them off during the taping of this podcast and we'll just see how your under eye area is looking. Shall I? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to do anything for this podcast. We can bookend the podcast with it. So we're opening with this and you guys have to listen to the end to see, yeah. to, hear to hear the final results. To hear Anna's, um, see how Anna... F- fakes her oh yeah no you look really good yeah no it looks really different (laughs) no I'll be honest but it might look really good we'll see it might but let's let's be real so anyway so that's what I've got on my face thank you very much to Anna David for this very generous gift and you know I think when it comes to eye patches Peter Thomas Roth is the kind of go-to guy I've had used some of his products before I think they're good Mm. I would kind of put them in the same area of price as as Dr. Hauschka, have you heard of Dr. Hauschka? Yes, Hauschke? totally. Yeah, yeah, so, um, you know, very respectable brand. And yes, again, thank you very much for the, for the generosity, Anna David. Mm-hmm. So what are we talking about today? Well, a few things. Since we kicked off with talking about this product, maybe just staying on the product bandwagon, I just saw the news this week that Dr. Julius Few, he is the plastic surgeon that collaborated with Goop to oh, create the, yes. um, their, a while ago, they came out with this new peptide serum, more than $120, I think. So a little out of my price range for yeah. a serum, but he did this big unveiling with Gwyneth Paltrow. They made videos about it. They were posting about it on social media. He was on the Goop podcast just talking about this peptide serum and how amazing it is. It definitely made me want the peptide serum. Anyway, Mm. now he's coming out with or has come out with his own skincare line. Mm -hmm. So as far as I know, before he had just done the one goop serum, but now he has his own full line called Afore, A-F-O-R-E with a little accent over the E. Afore, Mm -hmm. not affordable. Not affordable would be my guess. So let's have a look. Is, yeah. so, is, does he, is, is, it a, is it up on the website yet? Yeah, let's see here. One of his products is a tinted SPF. And I have been um, manifesting the universe to send me a, t- a really good tinted SPF. And I'm going to, I've got a little bit of money for my birthday. So I'm going <gasps> to, I really love the Dr. Daniel Campos tinted SPF that I'm using. When that runs out, though, I want to try something else. And I've just seen on his Instagram, he has got, oh. it's a tinted SPF. I mean, well, it's meant else. to be. Yeah, it's called Obviously. Smooth Shade. Okay. It look, the, and the color looks right for my skin tone. So 
Um, let's see. Meant so to be. Did you How send much me the link? It? Well, let's. I did. Okay. Now the Let me just the have a link, look. the website link that you can find through the um, a four A Instagram account. It doesn't look like a fleshed out website. Do you see what I mean? It's yeah. It's internet. just like a link tree, basically. Yeah, the, I saw the link tree. That's all I can find. But so, like, and, and I, but it's not like. Did your did it load up? I went onto a four A. It hasn't loaded up. Yeah, and it also has loading issues on here as well. So, Doctor mm. Few, like, let's get it together oh, with your annoying. online presence, please. Right? Yeah, I mean, because, come on. Yeah, you. Gwyneth has been championing you. Yes. I'm trying to find like just one place where you can see a list of products and uh, and their prices, but it is not easy to find. I don't know if that's just because it's new or what, but yeah, well, annoying. It's you know quite, what? Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, I'm going, yeah. <laughs> if you're not going to make it easy, I'm not buying it. No, that's it. I'm going back to CVS to buy something in the actual store. I'm just going to search a 4A tinted moisturizer. And this is not how it should have to be done. Oh, here we go. Smooth shade tint sunscreen. Finally, $95. Oh, okay, it's $95. See, I I'm happy I'm happy to buy that. I'm happy to to spend that money on a good tinted moisturizer because my favorite tinted SPF is La Mer. Mm. And that's $100. It might be 100 and something. So um, I'm going to report back. I'm, when I can finally get on to a Foray's website, I'm going to buy the tinted SPF and I will report back next week and let you know. Yeah, we going. need some reviews. We really do. Yeah. You know, speaking of sunscreens, this is another thing I wanted to talk about this week. Uh-huh. I, I do this about once a year. I go, I go through an absolute sunscreen panic afraid that yes. nothing nothing truly works yes and this has been my week of doing that so you might have to talk panic. me down a little bit well but, I, might, I might talk you up because oh, patrick it's so i mean okay i have long used the uh environmental working group sunscreen guide app to check my sunscreens so environmental working group is a non-profit and an advocacy organization based in i think dc they put out a sunscreen guide every year where they rate sunscreens based on safety. So if there's any ingredients that raise a red flag, health concerns, or and also their own formula for efficacy. So they'll do a rating for like the balance of UVA and UVB protection because you need both. I've always referred to this guide, but sometimes it's very alarming. Like I, I was trying a new sunscreen this week, MD Solar Sciences. Because, you know, I like to switch things up. So Mm -hmm. I was trying this um, MD Solar Sciences Mineral Cream SPF 50, Mm -hmm. water resistant. And it's, you know, it's pretty good. I actually like, I prefer the Dr. Jart Korean Mm -hmm. brand that we talked about a couple weeks ago. But I ran out of Dr. Jart, so I tried this. So then I was like, well, you know, I'll cross check it with EWG. And they gave it a kind of bad rating in terms of the protection factor. It says broad spectrum on the label, but then the UVA, UVB balance, according to the EWG guide, was like sort of somewhere between like poor and okay. Mm. So I freaked out about that thinking, oh no, I'm getting, because you know, there's, I don't know how deep to go into this, but there's the two kinds of rays from the sun, the ones that burn your skin, and then the ones that penetrate deeper and cause wrinkles and sun and skin cancer and all that kind of stuff and so broad spectrum means it protects you from all of those uva and uvb yes 
So I freaked out. Then I start Googling it. Okay, well, now there's other sources on the web, on the internet that say, actually, the Environmental Working Group is not that trustworthy of a source because they have financial interests in certain products, like oh. people pay to be in their guide, stuff like that, or to get their stamp of approval. Plus, the way that they make these calculations is through some formula that they've devised where they just plug a bunch of information into a computer and spit out a rating. They don't actually like take the sunscreens into a lab and test their efficacy. There's all these things online that say, don't panic about the EWG. Like, your sunscreen is fine. But then, then, separately, there's a consumer reports guide to sunscreens that comes out every year. And most of it is behind a paywall. So you're just like stuck with, you know, they they dribble out a few, you know, oh, here's some top recommendations we have for good sunscreens. They do their own guide where they actually do put sunscreens in a lab and physically test how well they work. And they find that like that many of them don't have the, you know, as much protection from the deep penetrating rays as they really should. But you can't see that the whole Consumer Reports thing without paying and I'm so sorry. I'm this just is going corrupt. nuts. I'm going nuts. I'm like, oh my gosh, have I been using sunscreens for years that don't offer proper protection? Why have I been listening to EWG? What am I supposed to put on my face? What am I going to do? I'm just having my annual sunscreen meltdown and I don't know who to listen to. Well, no. I mean, who, who can you listen to when it's it so seems stressful. everybody's so corrupt? Like, where is the impartial website for... SPF. Yes, and just tell us like specific products that pass muster that are good. Don't make us pay for the information. It would truly be a public service. So I did finally turn to just to calm myself down, the American Academy of Dermatology. So they do have a page on their website where they say the American Academy of Dermatology recommends everyone use sunscreen that offers the following: broad spectrum protection, SPF 30 or higher water resistance. They basically are like anything that meets those criteria is fine and just put it on. So I'm going to just go with that because it's too much. And otherwise I'm just going nuts. No. And you fall down the rabbit hole and it's just. I'm so far down the rabbit hole. No. And I get it because you care about what goes onto your face. And you know, you spend a lot of time and money Putting the stuff on your face, you don't. The, God, imagine being told years down the line that you've actually been cooking your skin as opposed to protecting it. Exactly, it's horrifying. I mean, there isn't, there aren't eye patches big enough to cover that kind of, you know, <laughs> horror story. So yeah, you've got no. You're, I totally agree, and it, it's um, it's disconcerting when we're looking to these supposed beacons of truth and knowledge, and they're all taking money from the side from people and spreading yes. mistruths. And there's just no, like, and there's just no measure of if, you know, it turns out that some sunscreen isn't quite as protective as the label might have you believe. Like, how bad is it? When I read that, I think, oh my gosh, that's not working at all. How do I know that what I'm using is protecting me? But but it might just be some very marginal mm. difference. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard, it is hard to know. The other thing that always bothers me is how long has this stuff been sitting on a shelf for? And how long do the active ingredients in something oh. like an SPF last for? I did find this in my research that I believe that under FDA guidelines, sunscreens have to have a three-year shelf life. 
Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's long lasting in yeah. my book. That makes me, me too. feel a bit better. Totally. Yeah, that does make me feel better too. Yeah, because it's like Thank I went you FDA. Yeah, yeah, my God. Like I went to um, a mall, a really big mall, one of those big outlet malls that only America can produce at the weekend. And I went to a skincare place and they had some amazing discounts. It's a place I went to at Christmas. But like they had some, I don't know if it was SPF, but they had, oh, what's his name? A Pericone MD. Oh, yes. Uh And again, a product that I'm very drawn to, a product Mm -hmm. line I'm very drawn to, and actually they do a good tinted moisturizer called No Foundation Foundation. But anyway, they had some stuff on the shelf that was half, it was half price and then half price again. I'm like, oh, it's Pericone MD and it's really cheap. But it had clearly been sitting on that shelf for well over a year. And I could tell it had because the cardboard had been kind of tinted by the sun. You know, that kind of faded. And I could see that people had been picking it up and putting it down (laughs) over like over the course of at least a year. And I'm just like, I'm not putting that on my face. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's a bargain, but is it a bargain? Am Mm -hmm. I just rubbing stuff into my face that not only isn't doing anything, but could actually be making it worse? It should have an expiration date. I mean, yeah, some sunscreens do, I think, but definitely not all of them. No, but I just think skincare in general doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. unless you go to, like, Lush, you know, they make it. I mean, it smells like it's made in a factory and God mm-hmm. knows what's in it. But, like, they do use, allegedly, natural ingredients that do expire. Okay, here's what, I, here's what we need. We need a completely impartial organization to give us the lowdown on what is good and bad in the world of SPF and skin in general. And then we need a use-by dates on skincare. Agree. Yeah. Like, it, it, it can't last forever. No, of course it doesn't. You know, I've got organic mm-hmm. pharmacy stuff that costs a fortune. That's, full, that's, you know, and they pride themselves on everything being natural and organic. Well, it certainly ain't organic anymore because it's been <laughs> sat on, in, on my dresser for the last three years. Yeah. You know? Maybe this is our path. We (laughs) talked about you working your way up to becoming CEO of Allergan, but maybe we should just start an organization where we rate skincare products and like figure out their expiration dates and make a database. Well, yeah. Yeah. I just want to kind of curate a board of experts, dermatologists, and skincare people that have no affiliations that are willing to give their... I mean, that's a TV show I'd watch. Me too. I, mean, I would watch the hell out of that. Oh, well, obviously, me too. Like, totally. You know, like, and then at the end, we find out what to get and what to ditch. Yeah. Right, that's it. I'm going to draw up, I'm Genius. Drawing up a, a treatment for a new TV show, even though no one watches TV anymore. But um, Netflix yeah. series. Yeah, a Netflix series. Yeah. A scathing expose. Love it. Yes. Um, okay, let's just recap what we know. If it's broad spectrum... S, uh, SPF 30 or above, it's going to do something mm-hmm. And good. water resistant, ideally. And water resistant, mm-hmm. yes. 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 Those are the basics. And, and yeah, probably we should just not freak out too much about anything beyond that. Yeah. Now, speaking of basics, so oh, yeah. Let's just get a little weird celebrity news in here. I don't know what to make of this. So, okay, so we know CeraVe. It's the inexpensive drugstore, no-frills skincare brand that's beloved by dermatologists, blah 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 I use a CeraVe face wash, actually, that I quite like, the um, their oil-to-foam hydrating face wash. It's, mm-hmm. it's quite nice. Doesn't dry out your skin. Is so, it foamy? 
yeah, it, it, it's not as foamy as you want. Yeah. But it does foam up enough. Okay. So I am not a CeraVe hater. I like it. Although I wouldn't use their actives. I don't know. I, I like a medical grade brand for my like retinols and vitamin C serums and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, sure. I digress. So CeraVe, weirdly, like in the last week, Mike, the actor, Michael Sarah. So, you know, the guy from um, Barbie and Superbad. He's oh, kind of like a goofball actor. He's mm-hmm. the, he's, is, he, is he Adam or whatever the name is in? He's the Ken, the def, defective Ken in Actually, Barbie. I think so. I didn't even see Barbie, but he's oh, in didn't? it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I saw it and he was in it. Yeah. So okay. he, he went on a podcast, said that, quote, he has some skin in the game with the skincare brand CeraVe maybe implying that he's an investor in it or something like that. And then he was spotted at a New York New York City pharmacy signing bottles of um, CeraVe Daily Moisturizing Lotion. This is reading to me as just like some big joke because he is like, he is a comedian. Yeah, a joke for who though? Not for CeraVe. <laughs> no. Because if I'm, if I'm the CEO of CeraVe, I'm like, well, see you in court, Michael Sarah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just odd. So I guess he's at this pharmacy and he's writing his name, his first name, Michael, above the Sarah, which is the first half of CeraVe. So he's defacing the products. He's defacing the products. And he's putting a sticker of his face on the product. And then he's giving them out to members of the public. Yeah, although then he went on a podcast. So I'm reading this from page six. So I'm going to have to do some investigation into this for our next episode. Grain of salt. I'm relying on page six. But so then apparently he went onto a podcast hosted by somebody named Bobby Althoff. And it says here who, coincidentally or not, is also a CeraVe partner. So so this person is legitimately invested in the brand. So he went on there and kind of teased that he's maybe involved with CeraVe as well. And, and he said, and obviously this sounds like a joke. The, so the podcaster asked, you know, okay, so are you uh, getting involved with the brand? And he said, I don't claim that. But if you look at my name, my name is Michael Sarah. I say, just look at the name. I like to just say I have some skin in the game and I kind of leave it at that. Ugh. So it's like, it's a joke, right? Well, yeah, but who's laughing? Not, I'm not me. It's like, you know, you know, no shade to Michael Sarah, but I don't want to look like him. You know, <laughs> I, you know, he's, he's not, he doesn't have the face of skincare face as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. He looks like a 35 year old computer programmer and I and I wish him well I'm I don't bear him any ill will but if I'm the PR expert or if I'm if I'm in charge of PR at CeraVe I'm concerned and also angry at this point because um this does not make me want to run out and fill my shelf with CeraVe products I he agree. was the defective Ken in Barbie, okay? <laughs> now, if Ryan Gosling is walking around with CeraVe bags, oh, I'm interested. I'm really interested then. But not when the rubbish Ken is um, doing the same thing <laughs> and basically linking himself to the product, product because his last name's Sarah. Very strange. Very strange. Very What's strange. What's going on with this? What's going on in the world? I don't get it. I don't either. I just, do you know what? I know CeraVe is being touted as a really good skincare product. I'm just bored by it. I agree. It I was just going to say, me. so boring. Ugh. It's not talked about on the Goop website at all, I don't think. 
And I'm, you know, and yes, I think your affordable skincare is important, but you know, let's have a bit of Snooze. fun. Let's I, have a bit of fun and a little bit of luxury in our bathrooms. I agree. Before we go, we have to do what we promised. Take the eye patches off. Yes. And okay. let's see. Okay, okay. One second. Okay. Taking off one, taking off the other. And okay. I mean, so you're, so okay. look at me. What do you think? Patrick. Be honest. I'm being honest. I'm actually being honest. I think they worked. I am not shitting you. I'm not being nice. I do think they worked. Like the skin. Wow. I'm 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 genuinely impressed, okay. and I want to try these. The skin under your eyes. Look at yourself in the reflective top. Reflective top. Look of the product. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. The skin under your eyes looks like smooth yeah. and hydrated, and yeah. I don't see bags, and no. it looks like you look awake, <gasps> and like I don't see crow's feet. No, and there's just kind of like a tightness to yeah. the area that wasn't there before. Yeah, they worked. You guys, oh, I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying this. I'm telling you listeners, like, let's just see what these are again. Hold on, because I'm going to get them. <sighs> and if anyone else wants to buy them, I will say, I mean, I don't know how long these results will last, but... But like, the even, if Peter... it, even if it's just for half an hour, yeah. my God, I'm just like... Because I was worried it was going to add insult to no. injury and just kind of like deposit a load of fluid under it my looks eyes. good. But it's just kind of giving me a bit of an eye lift. Yeah, it has. <sighs> Peter Thomas Roth water drench hyaluronic cloud hydrogel eye patches these are legit i'm gonna buy some yeah let me just see how much they cost yes they are 55 dollars on sephora wow so that's a good deal yeah good deal like not Not reassuringly (laughs) expensive as i like to say yeah um but i thought they'd be like a hundred dollars so yeah 55 and i've got to say do you know what I'm gonna. I'm. Th- this is gonna become part of my morning routine now. Yeah. And thank God I kept them on for over half an yeah. hour. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm yes. glad we closed that loop. Fabulous. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.